Blog Talk Radio. Kick the dust up. Long, it's a farm in town. They're making that money grow. Tractors, plows with flashing lights, backing up a two-lane road. They take one last lap around. That sun up high goes down. And then it's on, come on, girl, kick it on back. Z71 like a Cadillac. to everything are not necessarily those of the host, co-host, or our guests. All medical information discussed is for informational purposes only and not intended to diagnose or prescribe for any disease or condition. Please contact your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. By listening to this show, you have agreed to the terms and conditions outlined at drkimberlymcgeorge.com. And as always, We thank you for listening to the show.
You are about to hear secrets. Secrets about life, love, hidden mysteries, spirituality, frequency, energy healing, science, alternative health, money and abundance, and much, much more. Secrets that most others don't know, but are now here being revealed to you. Listen carefully and be open to learning the secret to everything. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. years. <laughs> 
do it again. So this is a great opportunity to have Universal Light Expo going on, a big um, Midwest metaphysical expo. So lots of things to do. We're having this amazing meditating called um, Through the Fire. Wow. And we'll tell you more about that. It's going to be gourmet, open bar. We have a huge big old hot tub. Uh, if you maybe you do baptism or something, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have live music and just a really profound healing uh, purification type of uh, ceremony. So um, it's going to be really exciting. So we'll tell you more about that. But if you are interested, we have a field page up on the website and the drop down menu under programs. And you can write um, Brianna at support at Kimberly McGeorge Thoughts. And if it ends up being a horrible event, you can write Danny. So, Dini, what's your observation on things that are going on this week in the world? Great segue, um, because I'm seeing uh, an internal aspect and an external aspect, and it has a lot to do with trusting on the on the external and the internal, and overwhelm. Uh, and when they come together, because we've had overwhelm come up, you know, for a little bit, and it's uh, it's going to be a constant. But what I'm seeing now is, and this is a perfect example of. Things are coming together in a way that makes us say, am I going the right way? But in a profound sense, like what am I really supposed to be doing? I've come this far, do I keep going because I'm hitting this wall or I'm looking at myself and I don't feel worthy, I don't feel ready. And the outside part is can I trust someone to help me through this? Is this the right person? So the fact that this show is happening right now and, and we took all that and said, yes, let's go for it, let's do this new thing, this is a perfect example of where leading up we could have just said, no, let's just go back to the safe way. Let's just do the block talk like we always do it. Or we could say, no, I trust in Dr. Kim. She does this this way because there's a purpose behind it, and it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna yield something new and something telling and something empowering, regardless, right? And then so we have to trust. And the external in this case would be us working together to to go move through something. And I think that's happening in, in people's lives everywhere and a lot of people are, are going back and saying no and not reaching out and not trusting themselves and others are taking the opportunity to, to just finally for once say no. No matter what happens, at least I'll take this one step I haven't taken yet. So that's kind of what I'm feeling and I do feel it around me because I, I, hear, I hear and see the comments of the people that are going back and are just, and just falling back in that, in that sadness and that, in that stuckness and then I see the people that are taking new steps and the cool thing is there is so much exhilaration after that, that step, and you will get caught, and you are not alone, and all those discoveries. They actually are on both sides is the good news, and eventually we all kind of get back to that precipice, but I, I do see a lot of that, that energy. So, so I'm so glad we're up and, and people can see us, because that's, that's a good testament to taking those steps. <laughs> um, I'm not going to open either my thoughts right now, but I want everyone to know that thank you, Jesus, because of... We have everybody here in the sweet, adorable, delightful uh, Sandra. Uh, Sandra, you know, I mentioned before, I'll just turn it right really quick, but I mentioned before that I was kind of led to start our video. We, we've been talking about it. I felt on a deep conviction we need to go to video. And we say we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And every week I, I would tell what you were saying, you actually think it's still, there's some profound truth. Mm. You guys might want to go back and listen to that. There's a lot of profound truth about life in general. I'm getting that. I picked you, Sandra, because you're such a pro at Google Hangouts. And I'm like, just like the Google Hangout theory. I'm like, if I bring Sandra online, it's got to work. Because Sandra knows what she's doing. Sandra knows how to get on. And Sandra is so delightful on video. So um, just, I want to thank you already before the show starts. It's going to be magical. But thank you for facilitating you know, me stepping forward into this new venture. I appreciate it, Sandra.
No, nothing yet. Let's see. I see the lips moving. That's your video. Oh, no. Deepana, I set you up for a fall now. It's okay. We'll let you figure out that. I have her mic open. Let me check on my side. Her mic is open on my side, so I'll let her figure that out. Um, she was going too well, Danny. <laughs> I grew yeah. her my Yeah, we could still have her call in to the other line if if need be for audio, possibly. Oh, yeah, she could call in um, to audio. I I hope we can hear her really well. I'm not sure. How well could you hear through the other audio, Danny? Because she can keep her video on and call in through the phone, too, if we can't get her. Yeah. You know, through mine, I hear great because I'm actually um, listening through the computer. So let me mute that. Hold on one sec. All right, so go ahead and tell me something about what's been happening. Uh, What's been coming up a lot in the collective and with the people I work with is fear. So, you know, we go to step forward and we feel fear. We might look stupid, um, you know, we might not have time to dry our hair, we might not be, uh, you know, like I said, Danny's ready, but you know, we might not be prepared, we might not know what's going to happen, but it's more than just, you know, like our experience with this show really fear stops us from so many things in our lives. And um, it's been coming all week into my realm, you know, fear, fear, fear. And there's so many people that set marvelous examples. I was talking to a woman who just broke up with her boyfriend. She had to, um, she lost the business that they were involved in together. She got this place in her life, and I went in and I looked at her timeline, and she said, I feel like I'm frozen, and I said, you are, but you're frozen in the best way. You're frozen in this place where you can choose a new beginning. So fear can really, you know, keep you from those precious moments. We don't always have that time and that space and that breath to begin again, and if you don't move forward in or out of fear in those moments, you can lose the adventure of a lifetime, you can lose the mate of a lifetime, you can lose the spiritual transition of a lifetime. So, um, and I'm sure Veronica has a million beautiful and profound things that she can you know, uh, chime in about here, but that's kind of what came up with me when you were talking, Danny. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. I thought I heard some noise over there, Sandra. Can you say that? Aww. Let me turn up her mic. Seems like, I know, but I see all of Sandra's Google Hangouts, so. I know she knows what she's doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Danny, what do you have to do to get in? I'm sorry, guys. I know this is like boring conversation. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, but this is cool behind the scenes. Uh, so I just had to accept, um, I think at the bottom left corner where normally sort of all my mail stuff is, there is like the little Google Hangouts quotes uh, that I clicked on. And then there was a thing that I just had to accept and join. Um, and once I okayed that, uh, I think I was in. How oh, did the sound? Well, I mean, did you do you think you could bring her on the phone? After I, I, yeah, I think that'd be good. I think that'd be good. And her, and I can put her on the screen. Yeah, that's right. You know, the one thing I will tell you, and only the listeners know at this point, is I have you on speaker on my computer, so I can't mute you because then there won't be any sound going into my phone, which is what's going into the blog talk. So that's kind of, so I can't tell you what they're listening about. Lock talk, how that sounds. We can maybe ask somebody who's listening straight on Lock Talk if they can hear us okay. 
And I wanted to ask you too, are they going to be open the chat room? But I was not there to manage that, so I didn't. Um, yeah, let me let me do that now. Well, it'd be great if
If you sign up today at www.awakeningcollection.com, use the discount code SECRET, all in capital letters. We'll see you there.
Danny here, a producer of The Secret to Everything. Just want to let you know that we are working out some technical difficulties and we're going to shift over from video so we can come back to directly to Block Talk to get you guys some really good audio as we um, get our special guest, Sandra Sneed, on and you guys can hear all about her amazing God Scribe translations, which we're going to tell you what that means. Her book, What to Do When You're Dead, which is just the beginning of um, how amazing that sounds. And just a really great conversation, and, you, and we'll take your questions. And the whole 
thing you're used to. So we're almost ready to do that. We're going to put one more song break so we can get everybody together back on, back on Blog Talk. And then we'll be back with you after this um, song break, okay? So one song, which is very appropriately called Strength, Courage, and Wisdom, which is what we are employing at the moment. All right, so thank you guys so much for hanging in. And we'll be back with you in just a little bit. So long Freedom is mine today 
spend all the time that it takes just to stay in your good grace. Lately I've been thinking maybe you're not adventure or nothing and if you guys know me i'll take the grand adventure any day so thanks for going yes. along for the ride with us i also think we have a very powerful woman Sondra is one of the brightest lights on the planet i adore her 
She's always been amazing on the show. You know, truth comes through her. She, you know, stretches how we look at things. She changes the way we think. She facilitates, you know, space and expansion. So this is a really powerful show. So when we get a little bit of spiritual or energetic opposition, I'm never surprised because it's really our privilege and honor to have Sandra, you know, with us. She's become a prolific author and her career has really taken off, you know, since the first time she was on the show. And maybe she can share a little bit about that. Um, if you would like to call in, um, you know, she's becoming more and more popular. I don't know how reachable she'll always be. Uh, she does give, you know, private consultations on her website, which I'm sure, again, she'll tell you about. But please call back in if you guys would like to talk to her, 347-539-5277. I know some of you guys got frustrated with us and kind of cut out. But um, give us another chance because Fonda's certainly worth it. And I know we'll have probably a very popular show in replays as well. So if you want to introduce Sandra one more time, and then we'll Absolutely. bring her on. Yes, yes. So we're so excited because Sandra Sneed is a recovering atheist, self-proclaimed. She met God in the basement of a rental house in New Jersey, of all places. A voice from the eons wrote a message in her journal, unemployed, it is my assertion you are employed by me. This moment marked the first day of her year in solitude in 2004, during which she produced 10 spiral notebooks in dialogue with the creator of the universe. She's kept these notebooks in secret for eight years until now. So that is an introduction. Here we are so happy to have Sandra Sneed. Welcome. Hello. So, so sorry, I couldn't couldn't get the uh, the video working unfortunately today. So um, I'll have to dig into it, do a Google search, and see what what happened. But um, you you guys were touting me as a, a Google Hangouts uh, expert, but I actually li- <laughs> I use I use Livecast um, and don't use ah. Google Hangouts. So my my live um, my my live stuff is is through Livecast um, wow. as opposed to Google Hangouts. So well, I might have the... to look into that after today's experience. <laughs> that might have to be my uh, platform as well. But yeah. I know you've just written a new book, and you of course last time you were here a couple years ago had it written that. But what um, led you to write your new book? Um, and could you tell us about it and kind of what that's about? Sure. I I want to back up just a little bit for people who aren't familiar with the work that I do. I call myself a God scribe, but um, as you mentioned, I'm I'm a former atheist. So there was a moment of conversion, and that occurred in 2004 when I had lost a job that I loved and a man I loved, and I would go down into the basement to write because it seemed like that was the only thing that was quelling an unbearable loneliness and panic that was coming over me. So I would write and write. And then uh, one day after I'd filled up a whole spiral notebook, I opened up a brand new notebook. And before I noticed my pencil was already moving, it stopped. And when I looked down, what I saw was unemployed. It is my assertion you are employed by me. So this notebook that began talking to me, I of course, it sparked incredible curiosity um, and that began my year in solitude and that's when I, I took dictation to fill up those 10 file notebooks 
But then I held all that in secret for about uh, seven or eight years. And um, a visit by a woman I credit to being, excuse me, a change in my perspective of this this thing that occurred to me or happened to me, um, that that this is a gift that is to be brought to the public. And that's when I sat down to write what ultimately became the book, What to Do When You're Dead, A Former Atheist Interviews the Source of Infinite Being. And mm. since this was a book that God knew was going to be published, it was an opportunity for God to give a very important message to the world um, regarding our path of self-destruction. There is a there is a whole bunch of really fascinating information in the book, but the theme running through it is um, we're we're in some dire trouble, and um, you know fi- science is certainly um, bringing evidence to to that and what we're doing, uh, but but. The trouble we're in, science isn't really coming up with the right answers as to how to how to turn the tide. So we've we really have only one choice at this point, and that is to um, either plant forests or adapt to uh, adapt to the change changes that are occurring. Yeah. But more importantly, to God, what's more important to that are the troll the souls that are not only already trapped here, um, and if we wipe ourselves out, there's no one to help um, move them into the realm of God. But then when when humans start to wipe themselves out in large numbers, then all those souls, so many of those souls, can be trapped on the planet as well. Wow. That's the good news. Um, the bad news, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But it's not. It's not. (laughs) It's not really our generation. It's um, two generations um, that are upcoming that are really going to be suffering from the effects. Um, We, but we, we are the generation that's getting the first messages from spirit, um, and and preparing the next generation. So are you saying, Sandra, is this kind of an end-of-the-world scenario? Are you saying we're in, like, serious trouble? Because a lot of people, you know, in the paranormal fields and in the, uh, you know, conspiracy fields, they're all coming out and saying, you know, this is it. You know, you know, this year, next year, 2015, 2016, 2017, it's over. You know, Armageddon, yeah. in and out. Yeah. Are no. you referring to no. anything like that, or is this something different? And could you tell us? kind of more what you mean if it's not along that line. What what God says in my book is that it's we're about two generations away um okay. before we wipe out uh the majority of our population. And apparently humans have been doing this about every ten thousand years. Uh we wipe ourselves out. We we overextend our use of the resources and uh, create ecological disasters and um, wind up having to to migrate um, away from famine and uh, other forms of ecological disaster. 
But what's different about this time, according to God in my fourth chapter, what's different about this time is that we're poisoning our food supply so that those who are left, if they don't have a pure, clean uh, food supply, then, um, you know, it takes a long time for evolution to adapt. So when we create these synthetic crops, synthetic food, um, and then synthetic bodies, evolution can't work fast enough, so we create these cancers um, in the body because there's no good uh, nutrient that is helping to facilitate cellular um, uh, cellular function. So, um, and God even talks about cancer, what cancer is uh, in my book. It's about the nature of calling cells. The 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 body works as nature works. Um, there are calling cells and then recalling cells, just as birds call and then there is a, a recall. That it's a territorial call-recall that they're creating. Cells do the same thing. They call for what they need, then the recall gives them what they need. If the cells do not get what they need, they keep calling and calling and calling and calling. And that's the cancer that is uh, producing, producing, producing in the body. You know, Sandra, it's so interesting that you said that because um, not to be so arrogant as to try to affirm God, like he needs affirmation. But um, it, when I do these uh, energetic tests and body scans that I do, one of the things that comes up is one of the first things you said before you kind of went off and went into more detail about cancer, about uh, the nutrition. And mm-hmm. what I'm seeing, and this this is frightening, you guys, this is huge. What I'm seeing a trend is in four, six, eight, ten, seven-year-olds, you guys, they are starving on a cellular level mm-hmm. for nutrition. They are showing the picture of people that uh, are in a famine energetically and in their physical mm-hmm. being. So what you're saying is so consistent with the state of the human energy field and the state of the human physical body. It's rather profound. That was that was actually wonderful affirmation for me that this right. trend, I mean, I just told another mother of, a, of an eight-year-old, I said, it's so hard, Sandra. How do you tell a mother, you know, who loves her kids, who give, who gives feeds them three and four and five with snacks, you know, times a day, but their child mm-hmm. is starving. That's very mm-hmm. hard information to convey. But not only in children, of course, I see it even more, you know, in, in people of our age and all ages. Right. That is, that's the number one need. Everybody comes to me for this mystical information about their health. But the most, you know, I, I wouldn't even have to do scans. I could probably walk up to a thousand people and nine, nine, nine out of those would probably, if I scan them, present that same way. So that's really phenomenal mm-hmm. information, Sandra. And I'm finding it uh, just to give you guys, you know, the other end, you know, Sandra's giving you spiritual validity. I'm giving you scientific. You know, I use a medical yeah. device. I'm giving you scientific validity. That is absolutely true. That is urgent, urgent this is like high truth. You know, I call it, it's my new phrase. I go through phases for like months where I use the same phrase. It's my new phrase. But I call it the worth the price of admission. There's many worth mm-hmm. the price of admission. <laughs> of course, it's free. So it's actually worth a lot more than the price of admission. But, you know, that's a great, you know, we're starting off with a bang because it's profound, Sandra, really. Thank you. It's, mm-hmm. it's the book itself, What to Do When You're Dead, um, e- even though it, it sounds kind of cheeky, um, but but it is 
uh, an important thought. If we wipe ourselves out and there is no such thing as death, that means there is a soul that is left over when the body passes. And ultimately, um, as you said it, we, we humans aren't just starving nutritionally. They're also starving spiritually. They, they aren't making, and, and there's good reason for that, because religion doesn't satisfy um, what we can gather in awe from science. Science shows us deep into Hubble, you know, in, deep into space with the Hubble telescope and deep into um, material construct with the electron microscope. And so um, biblical uh, religious connections to uh, a great abundant being that we're all contained within, um, the stories about what God is um, are just not consistent with the evidence that science brings to us, unless you have a personal experience with this being, and each of us contain the being that is God, and we are contained within the being that is God. And when you have a personal experience, it's undeniable. And if you're curious in that personal experience, you can travel to the ends of the universe within that great being. Mm. Right. That's, yeah, like I said, that's profound. A lot of this is stuff you guys might want to go through and listen to this again and absorb that because, um, you know, like I said, Sandra will really shift your view of, you know, many things in and uh, the way that you perceive it, if you are open to that. And, and Sandra, it's interesting what you say, because usually the information I receive may be differently, maybe similar to how you receive information, um, but usually comes to me and then it's validated, not the other way around. So it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I used to be that way, uh, but I've been doing hundreds of soul readings now, and um, I can't afford to wait for the evidence to show up for the, yes. person, okay. the person that I'm having to bridge that understanding with because um, uh, you it, it's kind of if you if you forgive me my husband and I did cowboy action shooting and I seem to be able to associate so many things with hitting <laughs> a, tar, a target with a pistol but um, but the thing that in our speed shooting that one of the things you have to learn how to do is not wait for the target to to uh, cling, to hear the the target respond, the steel target respond when you hit it. You have to assume it hits it and keep moving faster so that, um, and, and this is the theme that, that keeps, keeps coming up for me recently is believing this being. So the more that you believe, the more you will see. And the uh, the need for evidence, of course, I believe everyone should have that faith in their faith. And um, that reassures you that your faith is pointed in the right direction, for sure. But at a certain point, you have to go beyond the evidence because there is no evidence for the nature of the soul. The soul, you cannot see it. It's not visible. It's not in the visible spectrum. Those 
souls that are trapped on the planet can eventually draw enough material to their electromagnetic field so that there is an appearance of some kind of form that, that then attracts the eye. The eye can attract it, but for the most part, it's only attractable from one's uh, periphery vision. Uh, many um, very gifted individuals can see it straight on, but mostly, uh, most of us can only see it through a, this, uh, a soul that's trapped on the planet can only see it through uh, feeling and um, a glimpse or capturing this in. So, so since there is no evidence for the nature of the soul, to go into the state of understanding what the soul is, is the only way to get to, um, well, then what do you do with the soul? Why is it important? Why do you have to um, consider that in the decisions that you make and the directions that you go in in life? And there are many reasons reasons for that. But at that point now, um, it would be good to ask the being we call God a question, and then I can demonstrate um, what I'm talking about when I say I do soul readings for people or when I give information during my source talk that comes from the, yeah. the being we call God. Okay. Uh, and I and we will. I think that's a great transition, and, and I agree. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I really perked up not that I wasn't listening, but when you said soul <laughs> readings, because my 18-year-old daughter also does what I call soul readings, and I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's, it's actually this really profound thing, and she's a really high-level channel, so that's kind of interesting. So I kind of, um, after after we go to, you know, this, um, I kind of would like to know what you mean, and maybe uh, other people listening, you know, because we have hundreds and thousands of listeners, Sandra, our main uh, listeners is after, you know, the live show, which sure, is my sure. experience. And so you will probably be getting some residual people visiting your website for a long time, but it, you know, sometimes helps. I don't think you realize on your own, Sandra, or maybe you do, um, how profound you are. You were always profound, but I found that you've grown quite a bit more profound <laughs> since the last time yeah. I talked to you. So, so yeah. it's very deep. And I want to make sure people understand um, that this is not a fluffy, what one of my friends and I call a fluffy bunny uh, show. This is not a, you know, when am I going to meet my boyfriend type of thing. This is this stuff can change your life in the best way mm-hmm. and maybe in the worst way. And that will make right. sense to those of you that understand what we're talking about. But, but it, uh, really open yourself up and allow, even if you don't pass it through your mind, allow your, your soul, your energy field to kind of um, just, relax a little bit and, and consider this and, and absorb it in. And um, gosh, Sandra, I usually have like a million questions to ask. I don't. Oh, my gosh. I have nothing to ask. Danny, do you have something I to have, ask? Yeah, yeah, I have a couple. Yeah, go ahead. Or, or go ahead. Sandra, what yeah. are you going to say? Hold on. Danny. Well, I was yeah. just going to say what I remember about you, <clears throat> Dr. Kim, is that you have your own relationship with God. And so you probably ask those questions in the privacy of your own meditations. And always have access mm. to that, so and I can, I can. Yeah, and I would agree. It. I would say it's a, it's a, yeah. Although I, I adore you, and and last time, Sponder, you guys can go back and listen. I would encourage you to go back and listen also to the previous show. Um, but um, you know, Sonder made me not Sonder, but her channeling, you know, made me, and her connection to God made me cry. She was so dead on. It was so mm. profound. You know, I, I remember years later. You know, and I don't remember specific mm-hmm. questions or answers, but Sandra, I remember 
you know, the answer. And it was so beautiful. Mm. And uh, mm. it, it just affected me so deeply that I remember it to this day. So I, I'm mm. doing that as a teaser. You guys have to go back and listen. If you're curious to what made me cry, uh, mm. what Sondra said that was so profound, you can go back and listen to uh, the archives. But <laughs> go ahead, Danny. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have I have two questions from coming from a perspective of, of hearing this for the first time. Um, and also sort of putting myself in, in the, the, the position of the, of the listeners, because um, mm-hmm. we are talking about life and death in the sense of life and death, you know, what to, how, what to be and how to be and how to connect in life, what to be, how to be, how to connect in death. And it's a beautiful, mm-hmm. profound thing just at that. So the questions mm-hmm. I have is for people listening who say, wow, that sounds so like a lot and, and so uh, out of my grasp or I'm not ready or the mm-hmm. things we were talking about sort of at the beginning, those fears. So to them, I wonder what would be, and to me included, something to focus on, something, say, to to help transition into that, to believe that we can or, or um, to really feel like, uh, something to remember that that will will bring us in to an empowerment about this whole topic that we can connect in ways other people have we can feel this right. this um closeness to to god and then and the second yeah. part which just falls with that is what types of things can we do specifically like uh life changes or practices to enhance that spirit or that light within us great questions great question mm-hmm. um, thank you one one thing I'll say before I hand the microphone over to God is um, yep. the, the my new tagline for my book is it's easier to know what to do it's easier to know what to do when you know what to do when you're dead mm. because because that moment of transition gives purpose to you being on the planet at all so finding that mm. purpose then for for your life here on the planet is what then um, gives you a sense of transmission and higher ascension at the point of your body's passing. So now I'm going I'm to turn it over to God and, and, and let the great being answer those two amazing questions. So God mm-hmm. says, and when I say God says, that's my mnemonic device to put my, uh, my human mind into God mind. So God says, every time someone asks, that question about the nature of getting closer to the being that is God, we sense a greater urgency than the individual who's asking senses. Because what we see in an individual that is grasping for the higher sense of their own being is that everything around them is shifting. And it's shifting in a perspective that says there's more to me than what I'm seeing. And when an individual is in a state of there's more to me than what I'm seeing, they are at the precipice of self-discovery. Now, self-discovery has nothing to do with what you do on this planet, what you do for a living or what you do for a hobby. Self-discovery is all about understanding that there is a soul and a spirit that inhabits this physical form. And this physical form is simply a vessel for those things. But this vessel is actually a mind of its own. It has its own mind for survival. It must survive. So if your entire life is wrapped up in the survival of this body, as most humans are, 
then you never get to discover what it is that makes you so profoundly great. Greatness is really what each person who is seeking a connection to God is capable of achieving personal greatness. And greatness is because God is the one that is seeing you from God's perspective and you start seeing yourself from God's perspective instead of from the world's perspective. The world will tell you what you have to do in order to survive on the planet. But that's all that you should listen to. Okay, so the world tells me I need to get a job. I need to get a roof over my head, shoes on my feet, and food on my table. Okay, I'll pay attention to the things that I need to do to do that. Then I will focus on what makes me an original. How am I an original from the original? The original being that made all things makes all things original in and of themselves. They are unique, perfect conditions of God in and of themselves. So whether you are a beaver or a honeybee, a human or an, an antelope, whatever condition you are in the individual sense, you are related to the perfection of the evolved sense. So what evolved to make the human being is consciousness contained in three-dimensional form. So to connect with who you truly are in the nature of God, you need to understand what is consciousness in three dimensions. Because God is obviously multidimensional, but humans are three-dimensional. They have perceptions in other dimensions, and they are capable of traveling from a soul level to other dimensions if they can go deep enough into self-govery to find the mechanisms for that. But ultimately, the human realm is three-dimensional. The condition of three dimensions of consciousness is similar to understanding how the Internet is a life of its own. It is a life of its own based on all that is connected to it, all that interacts with it and all that is the substance from it. And the substance from it is a consciousness of humanity expressing itself through the computer as a medium. It seems to have a life of its own. It seems to have a life. And it brings a life to the individual where there are people from all over the planet that you can communicate with. You're no longer local. You're no longer local. That's how to start to think about consciousness in 3D. Because you participate with and it with you, there is something that appears to be alive within this body. But this body in and of itself is not alive. It is enlivened by a spirit. It is that which is the space between all of the molecules and all of the cells all of the things that you call matter, the spaces between all of the constructs of matter is spirit to enliven the matter, to animate, to move, to be, to feel, to think. And in the process of that being, moving, feeling, thinking, and systematizing what it observes, then it is connected to a greater spirit. 
So as you start to kind of peel back the layers of what you think you are, you'll start to come to a state of I am God and God is me. I am alive with God. God is alive in me because ultimately that's what you truly are. But you individuated eons and eons ago to discover what you are. God individuated into a a form of itself, a way of itself, and said, what am I? And then you as an individual spirit started to uncover the what am I in a I am. And each state of I am, you created a new state of your being. And then you continue to do that every single day, all day long. Each I am is a new way of your being. And each way of a new way of your being can lead you back to the original so long as you disassociate from the world's reflection of you. No longer make it the mirror of you. You now make the mirror of you the inward of you. And at first, it's maddening. It it takes you into a state of madness because everything that's holding you up is an illusion. And when you let go of those illusions, there's nothing that's going to hold, hold you up. That is the metaphor of falling down the rabbit hole. Nothing to hold you up on the surface any longer. So you go deep within, deep, deep, deep within. And the deeper you go within, the more you find out that the within can be your without. In other words, what is internal can be external. And that's when an individual achieves full self-awareness because what is mirrored out in the world is joy. People see joy in you, and if they know God, they see God in you because you've brought the inside to the outside. So that is our short answer for that. <laughs> You're so funny. You know, it scares uh, me that I actually understood that. Because <laughs> that is some profound truth. You guys need to go back and listen to that again and take your mind out of it and just listen. Um, we're going to take a break. I do think we might have a couple callers, which is awesome. So yeah. we're excited about that. And please hold on. We will uh, kind of get your name and pre screen you while we go to break. And if you'd hold on, Uh, We'll come back in a couple minutes, Sandra. Thank you. The secret to everything. Cause I couldn't hear you draw And that don't sound like you No, that don't sound like you I know it's been a while I don't mean to pry But when I asked you if you happy I didn't hear a smile And that don't sound like you No, that ain't the girl I knew You always sounded like
You are listening to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and Danny, and we have as our guest, Ms. Sondra Steve, who's an absolutely amazing soul, amazing woman, strong, powerful, brilliant light of a woman, amazing author, and um, I can't say enough um, great things. I don't want to overuse the word amazing, which a lot of people mm. tend to do, but as that song was playing, it's really interesting. I just It just came to me. Uh, someone needs to hear this, so he needs to say it. There's a phrase. Uh, he just said, that town, that job, that guy, filling girl, filling dog, filling house, filling whatever you guys need to, but it, he said, you can leave them behind. And there's, mm. this, there's this place where we get plugged into this reality and it, Father kind of reminded me of it when she was channeling that, um, you know, this physical body isn't where it's at. It is. It's a vehicle, but it's not. And it's the same with your spaces and your places. We get so attached. That attachment to that density restricts us and restrains us and holds us back. And we don't realize that we're only as free as we choose to be. And as Sandra said, we can live that full expression of joy, and she does, and Danny does, and I do, and many of you don't. And there's been times in all of our lives, Sandra shared, I've shared, Danny has shared brief things too, Mm -hmm. and probably will share more, where we have lived in that density, we have lived in that darkness, and there is another way, and there is another choice. And I hope something that is said tonight can inspire you guys to a new state of being, to a new way of looking at things, and to new choices that will lead to infinite expansion. So anyway, all that to say, 
didn't mean to go mm-hmm. off, but go ahead, Danny. I think we have a caller. That was wonderful. Yes, we do have a, a wonderful caller who's been holding. We have Raul calling in from Seattle, and Raul had a question for us. Raul, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Wonderful. Thank you for calling. What's your question? Um, hello, Sandra and Dr. Kim. And um, I wanted to um, see if you can sort of guide me a little bit, give me some guidance or some insights about the part of that. I, the, what soul wants to communicate with me. I find, you know, I'm so fascinated about the multidimensionality of our beings mm-hmm. and everything else. And, and I love what you just said, but I feel like I need to expand more or learn more. And I'm not sure if you can guide me on that. Sure. Um, so, Ro, uh, this is Sandra talking before God talks for a minute. Um, I love what you just said. What does soul want to tell me? That is a great question to bring into meditation. When, when you go into states of, of meditation, take that question with you um, because it, not only will it um, it it tell you either right then and there in your meditation, depending on at what level of listening you're at, but it will be it will begin to start showing you. It'll show up in your life. So um, I love that question. So let's see what God says about it specifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. God, God says, you, you are in a new era of the condition of you. So an era is not defined by a physical lifetime. It's mm-hmm. defined by a lifetime within a lifetime. It is a cycle of knowing, a cycle of understanding. It is the moment you pivot from one direction to a new direction. That's where you are right now. You are in a state of pivoting. And that's why the question, what does soul want to tell me, such a profound question to ask because it's going to start showing you. And it's going to show you in ways that you're going to be very uncomfortable with because it's going to open you up not only emotionally but psychologically. So so when someone opens up psychologically, they have to start accepting that there is no such thing as a social truth. There is simply what humans create and then abide by, which appears to be then a rule. But when all those laws are completely lifted, then there are no rules. So then how do you look at yourself from a moral position if there are no rules? And we'll tell you here in a moment, but first we want to get you deeper into that question. When there are no rules, but everyone around you seems to be living by certain rules, like they go to work every day, they, they, they practice their position in life every day. They, they maneuver in a class every day. But if there are no rules, then there are no classes, and there are no positions that are written in stone. You can move across every social boundary and barrier just by knowing that one truth. 
true. There are no rules. This will create you in a new way that you will start doing things that used to scare the hell out of you. And that's what's going to make you uncomfortable. Why was I so afraid? Why did I not do this before? What was trapping me before? Mm-hmm. And that question is going to lead you to patterns. Those patterns, you're going to start unraveling and realize that they were all psychologically planted. And they were psychologically planted because no one knew how to train you otherwise. They didn't know how to give you the laws of society that you would then uh, learn to abide by so that you could survive. They didn't know how to give you the freedom you not only deserve but require in life for you to survive uh, in your soul. So you were implanted, or we should say you were programmed to believe certain things that are not true, and they Mm -hmm. have blocked you, but no more. Mm -hmm. That's the phase you're in. No longer will I live by the rules society tells me or what I'm supposed to live by because I have something to accomplish and I can't do it living by those rules. So morality is going to come from something else. Go ahead. What were you yeah, you describe it to the T. You know, I'm going exactly through through that process. It's, uh, it's I'm so impressed. Uh, the 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 part with our 3D world and our 3D mentality is that we get caught up in the minutia and the little things and the bills and the things that we think mm-hmm. they're constricting us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, you know, when I truly connect with that higher knowing, there's a sense of release and ease and freedom that. Uh, and it was pretty powerful at the same time. It's some kind of a peace and, and just going with the flow type of thing. Well, for you, it's going to mean expansion. So the freedom that you're feeling now may be euphoric, but it's going to turn into ambition. And that ambition is going to turn into an expansion you never saw yourself expanding to before. Uh-huh. So I'm always, yeah. <laughs> always remember this time in your life when you made that understanding that the world is not what it appears to be. There is something greater here that is hidden be- behind the, the so-called rules. The truth behind the rules is there are no rules, and that opens you to an ambitious uh, fervency that the people who know you will no longer know you in about two years. They won't Mm -hmm. know this person. Who are you that have become so amazingly successful? (laughs) I'm no longer that person who didn't think I could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel it. Um, And that's that's beautiful. Mm, That's beautiful conduct, yeah. Beautiful. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, for your message. Thank you uh, so much, Dr. Kim, for your show. Uh, oh, you're welcome. I truly really appreciate it. Yeah.
We appreciate you. Thank you for being a faithful listener. So we appreciate that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you. I've received profound messages from you as well, Dr. Kim. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. It was interesting, Fonda, as you were talking. Um, for Raul, just a little bit, uh, I guess, of a refining of that statement. I think uh, in his field, I sense that it's so funny because, you know, I teach my girls, you know, whenever you have a choice to stand on the edge of a cliff or jump, you always jump. So they're used mm-hmm. to that mentality. But where I see Raul is, which you, you alluded to, it's like he's jumped, but just like two fingers are still on that cliff. And he's like, right. you know, do I trust the unseen or do I trust the seen? And I'm just going to join, you know, with with the message you heard, Raul, and say, Oh God, you know, the unseen is so much more fun, so much more terrifying Mm -hmm. and so much more amazing, but you will expand in every cell of your being and every uh, essence of your energy into a place that is just pure delight. Even the Mm -hmm. the negative, as we see from a human standpoint, is actually so in a weird way delightful. It's just a total different way of being and it really becomes being not existing and you look around and everyone is existing and so to truly you know be that being is is phenomenal so congratulations on just almost almost being all the way there i think it's crazy incredible so i love it mm-hmm. beautiful sandra well said so danny do you have uh, something you'd like to ask sandra because i really want to talk to sandra about what she offers and how people can get in touch with her because they know after they hear her, they will love her and want to connect with her in every way they can. So I want to give her time to talk about what she's currently offering. And I know she does, sometimes she does personal appearances. I want to see where she's going to be at. But do you have anything you want to ask Sandra before we kind of talk to her about what she's doing in the world these days? Danny? Yes, I would say, I was on mute, but I would say to, 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 to you, to, yes, I'm here. You know, to to her testament as well, to her testament as well, is, uh, yeah, I cannot let you go, Sandra, without asking you a question because it's so profound in the messaging and it's so beautiful, the energy. Um, and I agree with everything was said about Raul. So wonderful, so wonderful. Um, so my question is, uh, for me, from my heart, I'm asking, um, what is the the best, most profound, most expansive way that I could be of service and of gratitude in in particular with my with my gifts or my love or or my joy. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's it. There there are things that you are already doing that are in line with your purpose, and there are things that are going to be modified only slightly in order mm-hmm. to give you a sense of profound joy within your purpose. So mm-hmm. the the thing the things that you are already doing that are aligned with the reason you've come to the planet are whenever you open people up emotionally, which you do a lot, but when you Mm. open someone up emotionally, you are on purpose. Whenever you give yourself a a breather from the the way the world can uh, knock someone's wind out of them, you give yourself Mm. a breather. So... So let's say someone is going through a a relationship trauma. They don't understand why their their boyfriend left them. Let's say that. 
So mm-hmm. when when someone's going through such a sense of either betrayal or uh, a life-altering, illusion-shattering moment, you have the ability to look through that trauma and see the one that is already healed. Mm-hmm. And when you see that one that is already healed, you remind them of that when you talk to them because they start to open back up into what's collapsing. And then for the moment that they they hold on to your words or hold on to the feeling that you are giving them, then they progressively move out of that collapsing, collapsing, collapsing way of thinking. And the collapsing way of thinking is what destroys them emotionally. And you mm-hmm. open people up emotionally. So how to adjust this so that you're actually walking this purpose every single day and feeling the joy of it coming back to you when people are grateful for you, then you start to feel gratitude for what you're able to do for them. The way that Mm. you're going to start adjusting it is identify these moments as this is training me to be blank. And we could tell you what that blank is. But the best thing about self-discovery is that it's also self-defining. The, mm. the self defines what are these aspects of the nature of my purpose. And some people we have to spoon feed this too because they just aren't introspective enough and they aren't observant enough. But, but you have plenty of observing power. So when we say... I am training for blank or this situation is perfect training for me to do blank. When you start filling in those blanks, you'll start to create a picture of who you truly are. You are, boy, you're going to think this is really blown out of of proportion um, but but hold hold on to it for a moment and allow us to explain. You are an angelic being, an angelic being that has chosen a body. And the reason that this angelic being has chosen a body is because there were some circumstances in a previous previous guidance scenario where you were forgotten by the one that you were guiding. And you needed Mm. to understand how does that happen? How does a human forget that they're being guided? So you said, I choose then to be a body so that I can figure out the human condition that holds people in hostage away from their angelic guidance. So what you are doing now then is walking the path to open people emotionally so that you can feel the part of them that collapsed, the part of them that closed down away from the angelic realm that guides them safely. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is some deep stuff, Cassandra saying. That is some deep stuff, Danny. I don't meet many of the hundreds of readings I've done. I do not meet many who um, 
are aspects of the angelic realm. Um, but the ones I've met so far are deeply insecure for some reason. And mm. I, think, you know, <laughs> I think it might be um, related to the sensitivity that mm. uh, goes in, into the body when the angelic um, being creates the body. It's like they have forgotten to, um, to put a buffer between themselves and the world. So, so since that buffer's not there, they're deeply insecure because the world isn't wow. going to reflect who they truly are. Wow. In other words, Sandra, you're saying I have excellent taste in hiring producers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. For yeah, sure. wow. Wow, thanks. Yeah, I that think resonated. you, Danny. <laughs> And I want to that, share with you, sir, we actually uh, poached Danny from another show, and you know what we saw in Danny was this light and love in mm-hmm. him, this just, like, sensitivity, like, pegged everything, this tenderness, this compassion for the human race, and this ability to connect authentically from the heart, you know, with people mm-hmm. immediately. Who doesn't want someone like that on their team? You know, he's mm-hmm. awesome, so. Mm. Beautiful. Oh, that's that's really serving my insecurities. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, like, wow. I chills all the time. Repeating that. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Just in, interrupt. You're gonna have to repeat that. Um, you know, in some form of mantra, uh, to mm. to remember that beyond your insecurity. So I'd mm-hmm. like God to maybe give you a mantra. Um, oh, dear, Father. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. So God said, the mantra we would like you to remember in a refrain is, I am so much more than I've ever given myself credit for. Wow. And we want you to do that in a refrain. So mm. that means write, write a song around it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know what that means exactly, Danny. So that's I, that's I, awesome. That, awesome. I can do that. I can do that. Uh... <sighs> yeah, I just want to soak in that like a bath. Sandra's like one of those people you could listen to like all day and all night. You just want to soak in the in words and luxuriate in them. So it's beautiful. I want to share. Um, I want to share more of you with people, Sandra. So, first of all, I assume we can get your books. I don't know if they're available on mm-hmm. your website or is it through Amazon. Yeah. How would how, how can we get a hold of your books? What's the best? Yeah, way? it was um, published by um, Neil Donald Walsh's first publisher oh. in 1995. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so, so yes, it's available on Amazon. Uh, it's available in some Barnes and Nobles. I know it's in. It's available on barnesandnoble.com. Um, uh, there is not an audio version, but there is a Kindle version of it also. Um, but you can also find links to that on my website, sandrasnee.com, S-O-N-D-R-A-S-N-E-E-D.com, or godscribe.com will get you there as well. And um, I also do source talks and I've been doing a lot of traveling lately, uh, doing source talks, a few unity churches, um, a few uh, private 
event, and uh, I just did a nine talk tour, nine talks in nine cities. Uh, wow! From Northern California up to to Seattle, so and Oregon, and uh, that was really that was in 30 days. That was a real test. <laughs> that was a real test, but it was amazing, and I videoed, uh, we live cast and videoed those. So those are available on MP3 and um, on Vimeo uh, for for price, but it's about 17 hours of God talking. Wow. Uh, How can we get those? Are they on your website? Yes, right now on my on my website on my homepage in the events in the events section, there's a nine source talks link. Eventually, I'll get that on the product page and so forth. But that's that's one way to get um, to get their uh, nine source talks link on my events tab. Okay. the Um, The next place I'll be is in October. At the, I think it's the 16th, the weekend of the 16th of October, I will be mm-hmm. in New York City at the um, New Life Expo in New York City. And then I'll be in the following weekend at the Canadian Hypnosis Conference. Wow. You are getting around, girlfriend. <laughs> you weren't well, doing what, that much traveling <laughs> a couple of years ago. Wow. I, well, I think you were my first radio show. Oh, my th- gosh. Yeah, mm-hmm. my very first. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed you do have some free stuff, you guys. If you want to get more mm-hmm. familiar, she has some things that you can download. And I personally know just because I'm on YouTube and we're trying to increase my YouTube presence, but I know that when you start looking at certain things, Sondra comes up everywhere. So if you guys do want to get little snippets, I know you've been on the expo and I've been on the expo too, so that's how I know Sondra. I'm not mm-hmm. talking to you. <laughs> I'm coming after you, actually, if you were on first. But I, I just know that there's tremendous free content that you're very generous with that you do put on um, at least I've seen it on YouTube. So yes. you mentioned it, but I know there's tons of you on YouTube. So if you'd like more Sandra, I mean, I recommend YouTube for like a, you know, a primer or to get your feet wet with Sandra. Then certainly if you're going to be in the area, you know, obviously she's very worth traveling to see. And I know she does offer, you do offer. Yeah. I see him on the website. So she does offer her um, soul reading. And, and um, uh, I will, I will say, if people want a soul reading, if you say that you heard me on Dr. Kim's show, um, uh, I will let you have the returning client price, which is mm-hmm. a lot less than the new client price. So uh, just just um, in the how did wow, you hear that? Wow, wow, did... that's tremendously <clears throat> generous. Thank you oh. so much. That is mm-hmm. so yeah. lovely. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. that is just so mm-hmm. tremendous. I'm just stunned. I mean, I know it doesn't mean anything to you guys, but as a practitioner, I mean, I'm so appreciative of that for the people that are drawn to my work, and that would op- absolutely resonate right. with yours. So we will make sure that we heavily publicize this on the back end for you as right. well, and we will get any and all appropriate links. But I just appreciate your generosity. So oh, you're yeah. welcome. Just so a much. little fair mm-hmm. warning, though. Um, Ariel Ford. Uh, the author um, Ariel Ford, who who uh, wrote Soulmate Secrets, 
um, she advertised me in her in her uh, newsletter, and I got like a request for over a hundred readings. And thankfully, I oh have. I know I have a system for my um, website that allows people to book a reading and and prepay for it uh, without ever having to get me in the loop to set that right. up. So, um, so over a weekend, I booked about 120 readings. So I'm kind of booked out until uh, October and some in November. So there is a bit of a wait, but you might find somewhere along that way as someone might have canceled their uh, or rescheduled so you might find somewhere in there uh, before then but I'm going to ask a practitioner to practitioner question Sandra this is my curious nature (laughs) so you do a lot of you do what I do you do a lot of public speaking and you're out there and you do a lot of you you teach inadvertently Mm -hmm. you know whether Mm -hmm. it's through God or through you you, you're a teacher and you're Mm -hmm. a writer you're all these things but you you do a lot of one-on-ones. Is that your favorite thing to do? Because I'm going to be honest, I I always find that challenging for many reasons. I mean, I love doing it, but I'm actually cutting back because it really digs into, I don't know why, it digs into just the way I run my energy and my presence of mm-hmm. being. I struggle with that. How do you integrate uh, that, those different things? And is that one of your favorite things to do, one-on-one readings? Or what is your... That's a kind of a compound question. I'm just curious as a right. practitioner who does reading, um, how you feel about that. My favorite thing to do are the source talks um, because that's God talking on a topic that God wants to talk about. And, mm-hmm. and, and so that's always fascinating. And I love the second half of those um, source talks because then I open it up to the audience to ask questions. And some of those questions result in some of the most profound answers you could imagine. So so for me, that's the most fun. Readings are uh, the reason I had to raise my price to something that was astronomical for a new client is that I need people to be committed to the nature of this work. Otherwise, it feels like my soul's being sucked out of me if they are so distant from their own efforts mm-hmm. for self-improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. some pe- people take a lot of these readings so passively and mm-hmm. they don't re- realize the, the, the profound truth that's, that's in it. So I don't want to, to work with those people anymore. In fact, one guy um, triggered what... Um, once was my cyclical depression. I had cyclical depression for 20 years. And I mm. and when God, God uh, began talking to me, um, it finally cured me of that uh, cyclical mm-hmm. depression. But, but this one man who insisted on um, calling me at off times uh, on my home, and um, he was desperate and in such a desperate state emotionally, I, I wound up, uh, my cyclical depression came back. So I had to work through that. And that's when God said, well, we got to put the uh, 500 an hour up then for first-time clients. And then what I promised was is that I would find ways to give people um, discounts. Like if they come see me at the show, I give them an event rate, which is 
which is a fraction of what's on my website. Mm-hmm. It's even less mm-hmm. than the return returning client ah. price. But so um and and another thing that I do now is I don't do readings except two days a week and I may have a ten hour day two days a week. Uh two ten hour days of doing readings but I don't do any more outside of those two days. So I prepare myself and then recover, prepare and recover. So it sounds like you and I may have a similar experience regarding readings, and that just kind of confirms some of my decisions too has been to, you know, and I don't want people to think I'm arrogant or pricing and arrogance, but I've been really led to raise my prices as well. So I don't, I don't want to say waste time because I don't mean that in a harsh way, but that I don't waste time with the frivolous because there is an essence of time to me that is no longer, and I think you guys will understand what I mean, that is no longer frivolous. And so it weaves yeah. out that that uh, element, I think, of questions and um, people. And, and you get to get the people, like you said, that are deeply committed what I call to the work, I call it the work, but deeply yep. committed to, you know, to that, to the work. And, and it becomes a beautiful, sacred experience for both of us um, yes. rather than a frustrating experience for both of us. Does that make sense? Right, so, right. A beautiful, a beautiful, sacred, it becomes a, a beautiful, sacred experience. Exactly. When, mm-hmm. when you're working with someone who, yep. um, because I, I compare it to mountain climbing. You know, I'm, I'm climbing a mountain, um, and the person I'm doing the soul reading for is hooked onto my line. So if they fall off the mountain, then they'll take me with them. So it's a dangerous, um, mm. it's a dangerous investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, that's true. There is an element of danger in it. I've never yeah. had it like said out loud before, but that is really high truth. That's Awesome. You're so awesome, Sandra. I'm so proud of you. You know, I saw you everywhere and you know, getting out there like a comet and sparkling and lighting up the world and it was just I was thrilled for you. So, you know, congratulations on, you know, everything that you're accomplishing and, you know, the messages that you're spreading and I'm so happy for you and I really appreciate you coming back on. So you guys thought I appreciate you telling me that, Doctor Kim, because I know you're gonna think this is weird, but um I I thought about you a lot um over the last couple of years, uh wanting to get back to being on your show, spending some time with you, um, but didn't feel at my place to reach out to you for some reason. Um so when you reached out to me I was like, yay, finally, I've made it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's adorable. I love that. You know, it's so funny. I just felt, you know, I'm very God-led, as you can imagine, or as you know. And so I I just have to tell you the other side of that. So Mm -hmm. I followed you, and I felt the energy is like kind of a proud parent. I've been so Mm -hmm. proud of you, and I've been waiting to express that in but I, but I didn't get the information to have you on. And then I just knew it's like now. And I'm like, mm. Sandra, you know, we have to have Sandra on now. And then it became kind of like a, a driving, urgent thing. I, I just knew it was the time. And I, and I, mm. maybe it's partly my audience is ready to really um, hear you and appreciate you as well. And, um, you know, I just believe a lot in divine timing as well. But 
But I am so thrilled for you. I think you're phenomenal. You're welcome back you. anytime, anytime you want to do any kind of collaboration or project together. You know, mm. I'd be happy to. I was even thinking as we go into more to these big, and I don't know if Danny knows about this or not, but as we go into these live events that we really feel that are going to be created with the brand, you know, I'd love for you to come speak live at one of our events. So Absolutely. keep all that in mind. Absolutely. Anytime. You let me know when that is and I'll show up. Uh, well, it's been so special. I feel like it's like a down-home kind of hee-haw country gathering. I feel like it's just the three of us sitting around like a campfire toasting. You know, Marshall's having some more. It's like it's singing some songs. It's cool. It's like, I love the energy. So I love you, girl. I think you're doing amazing work. You know, I'm here for you. Anything we can facilitate or do for you, we're here for you as well. And I encourage everyone, you know, to go to Saunders' website. We have the link on up on Blog Talk. We'll put it up on the my website too, saundersneed.com. Your money yeah. is um, well spent. Your time is even better spent getting to know Sandra. So buy her books and check her out. And much love to you, Sandra. Many blessings to you and your family. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dr. Chan. Lovely meeting you, Danny. Lovely meeting thank you. you. And lovely talking uh-huh. to you both. Have a wonderful day. Right. Yes, Same you, here, sweetheart. Thank, thank you so you. much for your time. Thank you, Santa. Bye. Wow. Wow. Ah. That is the direction we are going on the secret to everything. We are bringing you the best, the highest um, vibrating souls on this planet today to facilitate your greatness, your healing, and your expansion in any way we can so this is a show for the ages a show to listen to again and again and get the pieces out of it that you resonate with and maybe get the pieces out of it that you don't resonate with and wonder why you go into resistance or or why you don't you know just some of the things that were said to Raul and Danny you may find that you don't believe that about yourself and you know maybe there's reasons and maybe there's not reasons and um you know just kind of sit in that. And another thing that Sandra brought up coming on the show that I kind of wanted to point out is there's different um, frequencies of healers. There's different frequencies of teachers. And when you are seeking to expand your frequency or to level up in awakening or initiation, it's very important that you seek someone that is not behind you on the path or necessarily alongside of you on the path, but someone that, that really will, you know, lead you into that state of expansion. So be very, very careful most of us have limited time and limited resources, and it's very, very important who you choose to be your mentor and who you choose to be your teacher. So I guess kind of, you know, being in Saunders' presence, you know, she's a master and, um, you know, a mm-hmm. teacher and a healer. And, uh, and I, you know, I encourage you to seek those people. You can feel the energy. You can feel the energetic imprint or the echo of her energy that she leaves behind. And so I challenge all of you to be that kind of being that leaves that kind of beautiful essence when you leave a room, when you leave your workplace, when you leave your home, so that everyone that comes in contact with you does experience that reflection of God that's in you and that you raise other people's energy and others' frequencies. So, you know, like Sandra, you become that essence of divine light. So if you have any other thoughts, Danny, um, next week, gosh, I'm so horrible. I know we have someone amazing next week. I don't know why I'm so bad at um, figuring out who the guest is. If Kevin were on here, we'd be good. Let me go. 
we go really quick uh, and look at the radio calendar and see um, who we've got on. I think we might have an author on. I'm not sure. Hold on. i got to find my little calendar here, you guys. I would just and, I would just say in the meantime that um, it's just in- encouraging, as we said before, people just connect. Really come to Dr. Kim's uh, website, KimberlyMcGeorge.com, if you haven't yet. Uh, definitely you know, go to Sandra Sneed's. Uh, website sondersneed.com and just connect you know you're not listening to this by accident and it's really here for you to remind you and to help you expand as this show personally did for me for sure so I just want to encourage everyone to just remember you're not alone however low you feel we all we all go there and get there and we are here to help each other get out so definitely connect and feel accepted and supported absolutely beautiful show I love that beautiful show I love it It was it was amazing I just love that feeling um probably it's a good thing I didn't ask Bond or anything because I was end up bawling but uh Tony Dallin actually I've been on his show he's a internationally known psychic but the one thing you know I say psychic and you guys are like oh okay a psychic no Tony is a very very warm you'll love him Danny He's an extremely mm. warm, very light-filled, high-frequency person, and you'll feel the wow. difference in his presence um, right away. He understands energy. He understands how to go with the flow of the energy, and so this is going to be more than just, you know, another psychic. He's really a very, very beautiful, loving man, and you will enjoy him a lot, but he has a lot of wisdom to share, and um, I think he, he can twist his arm into doing some um free readings it's funny because the people that we have on this show it almost sounds what i call old energy or too much density to say free readings because it's not that that means one thing to the world it means one thing to consciousness and it's these people are so much more as you could tell from sandra that wasn't a free reading you know mm-hmm. that was so much more than that yeah. and so uh, the same thing with tony it'll be a magical mystical very fun very fun person um, but very, very loving. So if you'd like to experience that unconditional love that, that was very evident tonight, then tune in next week, and uh, please get to know my friend, Tony Valen. So we love, love you guys. You know, Danny is busy, and I am busy, and we take this time because I love radio. I believe Danny loves radio, and, and mm-hmm. we're going to love video, Danny. We are going to love video. <laughs> yes. We're going yes. to do this thing. But uh, we so appreciate, you know, I mean it so sincerely. We so appreciate you guys listening. You know, we're getting on some other platforms. Looks like we're heading over to iHeartRadio, which is very exciting, and Spreaker, and just numerous, numerous platforms. So um, we so appreciate you listening. Please keep listening. And uh, feel free to check out the programs on SecretToEverything.com. You can download my free book. Uh, You can get a free MP3 uh, and start to experience um, work that's really based on science and possibility, uh, you know, a lot of frequency and energy work. And then Danny, how did you tell them how they can find you? Just uh, my name, DannyDonair.com, D-A-N-N-Y-D-O-N-A-Y-R-E, and connect with me either through a direct message or find me on Facebook and friend me. And yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm there with you <laughs> for sure. All right, you guys, we love you. Have an absolutely amazing week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Awesome. Thank you. The secret to everything. Thank you for listening to The Secret to Everything. You can contact Dr. Kimberly by going to our website at drkimberlymcgeorge.com, where you'll also find links to stay in touch through social media. 
Tune in each week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more mind-opening episodes of The Secret to Everything. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you feel? Something stirring from within Distant drums Sounding out The gathering moment of This there is no question And I want to dance and sing And I want to spread my wings Okay, thank you. You too. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> 